Time to go back to the beginning and do it all over again on Overview with Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, voted number one podcast on Asteroid G by people who update Asteroid G. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein. Joining me in the booth today is... Josh Schaefer. Queen Bee. And Rebecca Finkelstein. And today we are going to be talking about community, which, as we were just discussing off the microphone, although we didn't, like, plan this to be at all, like, you know, topical in any way, shape, or form, uh, community is back uh, in people's minds for at least a little bit because Netflix has decided to remove one of the episodes of Community from their streaming service, as did Hulu, actually, in fact. And that particular one was Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, one of the best episodes in the entire Community back catalog. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they did it because, Josh? Because uh, Professor, or I guess I should say Senior Chang at this time in the story, right? Yeah. Uh, he was wearing a drow cosplay. Um, and for people unfamiliar with the, the drow elvish characters from the Dungeons & Dragons world, they are jet black with white hair. And he did paint so. himself head to toe jet black. Yep. yep. It was impressive. It was very impressive makeup. Obvious, really awful grease paint that he was wearing for that. Oh, uh, that didn't come off any t- easily, <laughs> no, I'm sure. No. And I mean, the show even calls them out on it and how like offensive it could be taken. So yeah. like, it's really weird that they decided to single out that episode for it, I guess, because of the way the show handled it within its own storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was completely a, it sounds like to me anyway, a Netflix issue. And, and Hulu. It, yeah, in Hulu. And, like, I hate to use the term virtue signaling, but, like, no one asked for it. No one was, as far as I know anyway, it, no one was offended by it. Um, I have friends who have, who, you know, crossed the the racial, cultural divide who all love it. And... I'm kind of confused personally by it, and like I don't see a lot of people arming themselves into the streets asking Netflix to remove that episode. Well, it's especially yeah. weird removing that episode because they reference it again like a couple times. So if you're watching mm-hmm. the entire run, you're sitting there going, "What are they talking about?" I'm yeah. glad I watched the entire run before they removed it. Oh, I have yeah. one of my yeah. favorite episodes too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it was a great episode because you. You kind of have uh, an acceptance into nerd culture. It was great for anti-bullying. It was great for uh, like uh, just suicide awareness. You know, yeah. it had and it had a great storytelling too. Because I can't think of another episode that perfectly encapsulates everybody's personalities in the show. Yeah. So and it's just a really funny episode. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So but, I, oh, I was just gonna say, I, I just feel like. Now people have this kind of high awareness of things and they're more apt to like overreact mm-hmm. to try to be like, oh, a just in case thing, as opposed to actually thinking about it. Um, and it, it, it's just like, come on, guys. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, in regards to cosplay, it's it's the whole thing of, like, okay, so how is someone going to cosplay a drow? Drow. And not drow. Oh, drow. I'm not a nerd, I don't know. <laughs> um, 
not at least not that type. But anyway, like how, <laughs> how is someone going to like not? What are they gonna do? Get one of those weird ass leotard things that cover your entire body? Yeah. Well, and then you look like the human being from Community. Yeah, it's like how is, like it's weird. It's not blackface <laughs> if you're not trying to make yourself black. You're making yourself a drow. It's yeah, totally well, different. On the cosplay side of things, a lot of people in the cosplay community would shy away from that just because um if oh, you just yeah. if you just saw somebody in the in that outfit, you know, and you didn't have a pre-knowledge of that character it might be taken offensively. So I think people avoid it, but I don't disagree like if you're in a and d campaign or something or a LARP, I, I I personally don't see an issue with dressing as a mythical creature that happens to have black skin. Yeah, and I mean, I get, I can see how it, it looks similar, like very similar, you know, things stand out yeah. and such, but... The white hair, I think, would be a dead giveaway. Mm. But, but like, like, blackface was, like, the reason why it's an issue is because it was used to mock you know, slaves and black people a long time ago. and Media is trying to find a way to express their feelings, supportive feelings for the Black Lives Matter movement so that by doing this, all media is, is removing things that support slavery in any type, any shape, even overreaction for this particular episode. If, yeah. if you have ever actually watched Community, which all of us have, um, they do mention uh, racism quite a bit throughout their mm-hmm. episodes, like um, the character that Chevy Chase played, Pierce Hawthorne. Yeah, extremely racist. Um, yeah. In fact, do, saying ridiculous things constantly. And he was also bigoted against religion and other things, and which is kind of funny since his religion was so very specific to... Yeah. Uh, a, a, not a formal religion cult. So yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, the entire show kind of focuses, uh, their laser beams on racism in a community and they pointed out as constantly as possible. So, yeah, I mean, um, it's not surprising to me that <clears throat> Netflix removed the episode, but it is unfortunate because you're right. It is one of the better episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel feel like since he had such a minor role in that too, they could have easily edited it. That's you know, I, but I, I think it's they're ignoring the context of what was going on and simply taking an easy shot at quote unquote getting rid of blackface, which is within the episode. I mean, the the two black characters that are sitting at the table are like, are we just going to ignore this hate crime? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like they call it out immediately. Quote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean it's the media. It's a media thing. They're trying to show their support by ba- by overreacting. So, yeah. um, I mean, HBO Max did it with Gone with the Wind, which is completely understandable. Don't get me wrong. That film's completely racist. understandable. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're bringing they're bringing it back. They're just going to do what Disney did and uh, put a little sting in front of it. That's like, hey, just so you know, this is a product of its times. What are they going to do that right. with Song of the South? Well, with Song of the South, the the entire flume ride at their parks is being redone to match uh, the princess. Yeah, the princess and the frog. 
which I wrong call Disney. I would have thought Tangled would have been a better one. We already talked about that. <laughs> I, I do want to point out an interesting thing, though. People talk about the uh, uh, Splash Mountain and the fact that it's getting reskinned and everything. It's like, well, you know, it was from a period when the, the attitudes were different. One, the people who worked at the studio at the time Song of the South came out were like, uh, we're going to get flack for this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like in the 1940s. And two, that ride came out in 1989. Did it really? Yes. <laughs> Whoops. Another uh, another note about racism racism within the show community, or actually uh, actors leaving, was because Donald Glover, although he left the show to quote unquote improve his career because it was starting to take off with his Gambino Charles thing. Gambino. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, but also on the back half of that, uh, Chevy Chase was apparently very racist to him in some way or another outside of his character. Yeah. And that caused a kerfuffle within the show cast. So. Which surprised nobody. No. You don't play a character that good at being racist without having a little of it in yourself. Like, yeah. like there, was, there, right. was, there was no like softening that character when he played it. He played it straight. So. Yeah, he did. So let's let's go and actually do our overview of this, which we kind of got like pulled away because of current events. But it's important that we actually go and discuss community like we plan to. And <laughs> the show, when it came out, uh, what, 2009? Dang, what's... I know, that right? Long. I know, Man. right? Uh, like, it, it started off seemingly like just this kind of like community college little sitcom of this group of misfits who come together and they have a study group and their teacher's a little insane, and the school's a little insane, but it didn't seem like it was going to be, like, this weird, wacky meta comedy. And, like, for the first three, four, five episodes, it's pretty straight straight, straight and standard. It really seems like it's kind of a, uh, what, Sam and Diane between Jeff Winger and Britta, yeah. and that's going to be the overarching story of the show before, like, eventually it just kind of takes a bend and wanders radically in first season and becomes the show basically everyone knows from like that point forward. Mm -hmm. so. yeah, I mean, because at that point, like the only weird thing you had, Abed was weird, but in a like Asperger's kind of way. So it was kind of like, eh, but and then you had uh, Senior Chang who was right off the bat weird as hell, but then you had like the ancillary characters kind of get introduced like the dean and um and i think everyone started kind of carving out their own sections of the group which kind of helped foster like like i, I think like everyone can kind of identify someone they can relate to in the study group you know so disappointed because i did go to community college for my associate's <clears throat> degree and it was nothing like community. oh no, I went to uh, community college for a little bit too, and the worst thing that happened was some dude stood up and said, "I got a shit and shit on the table while everyone's eating lunch." See, you at least had excitement. I had no excitement whatsoever. That that's sad, and and I'm sorry for that experience <laughs> for you. <I'm> just like, <laughs> so, but my right. college had nothing, nothing to do with anything that this show showed. I was a little disappointed in my community college, to be honest. <laughs> I would love to go to Greendale. I mean, I know it gets a lot of flack, but like some of those classes are sound pretty cool, like the ladders class. <laughs> In the later seasons? Yeah. Well, that was, that, the, that was when the show got pretty ridiculous. It's like the first half of first season is pretty normal. 
Then you get to investigative journalism, and that's the one where mm-hmm. uh, Buddy shows up, played by Jack Black. Yeah. And that was kind yeah. of some stunt casting right there. But it wasn't really until you got into late in the season. Beginner pottery when they start making ghost mm-hmm. references. Contemporary American poultry is really the one that was the tipping point when they did the uh, the Goodfellas kind of style yeah. telling from Abed's perspective where they're selling chicken fingers. And then, of course, Modern Warfare, which is the paintball episode. And, like, those ones right there really kind of set the tone where for Community was going to become because it was, you know... Uh, again, the Chicken Finger episode is all about Goodfellas, yeah. and Modern Warfare is kind of this action movie die-hard pastiche over paintball. Uh, and people love those episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for good reason. I mean, the paintball episode yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And <laughs> probably took them a long time to reset the sets after they did that one, too, because everything had to be repainted. <laughs> <laughs> well, they even kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek did that in... Uh... Was it after the third paintball, the second paintball episode, where the the uh, custodians mopping up and Abed's just talking to him yeah. <laughs> about what he's going to do over the summer? He's like, "What are you going to do this summer?" <laughs> uh, Abed, clean up paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abed right. is Abed and Troy are my favorites in the entire oh, show, as they should be. But yeah, it's interesting going and looking back <laughs> at season one after watching all the way through up to season six because the show despite having the same characters and the same kind of, like, basic humor with, you know, meta-references, but not, like, really parodying yet, feels kind of different. Oh, it. I think it kind of evolves into the bizarre after every season. Yeah, it's... Second season introduces the new class they're taking. They go from taking Spanish to taking anthropology. And then, mm-hmm. uh... Yes. The, yeah, Betty White shows up, uh, and she's the teacher for one episode before, like, drugging someone, and is ripped out of the show, and they give it to John Oliver's uh, professor. Professor Duncan. Professor Duncan, the psychology yeah. teacher, who has no clue what he's doing, and the show just kind of wanders from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, basic rocket science being their Apollo 11 pastiche, which is <laughs> phenomenal. I love that episode so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh God! What else? That's the KFC one, right? That's the 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 the, yeah. the eleven herbs and spices nebula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, epidemiology. That's the Halloween episode with the zombie outbreak. Which I would I would say that's kind of the linchpin for when I don't want to say it's the jump the shark moment, but that's when the series kind of starts introducing some uh, poor story elements into it. You didn't like the think... zombie episode. No, the zombie episode was great, but I think when uh, the uh, relationship between Ben and Shirley, oh yeah, like that that whole thing was when because Chang was like a brilliant kind of neurotic character, and then he just went batshit insane slowly, yeah. and then became like just intolerable for two or three seasons. Two or three seasons, yeah, uh, and that's true. It's like this is the point where Ben just becomes kind of crazy is like yeah. starting with that episode uh you had cl- uh, cooperative calligraphy which was their bottle episode that they called out as their bottle episode uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, abed's uncontrollable christmas the one done in the uh rankin bass claymation style and of course advanced dungeons and dragons which is the the geeky episode where they literally just hang out in the room the entire time playing D and the only nods towards what they're doing are sound effects 
Yep. <laughs> they don't try and visualize or anything, which is, I think is part of what I really like about that episode specifically is the fact that, you know, you see like a lot of D&D episodes, quote unquote, of things or people trying to say they're doing role playing. And, you know, you recast the characters in the body of their character, almost the gamer style and mm. have them like wander around in a fantasy world. But this show was like, no, we're just going to do it on the cheap and we're going to hang out in the study room the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's literally like everyone has. I mean, we've all played role playing. I think I've played with every single one of you. Yep. Maybe not B, but. Um... No, we have. We've played before. Okay, I thought we did, but I couldn't remember. Oh, yeah, we played Vampire. That's right. Yep. But, um, like, you always have those people, like, want someone who gets really into it with the weird voices and may show up in <laughs> costume to people who are just like, I just want to hang out and roll the dice to the people who, like, work, try to actively work against the group to just be a dick. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about you, Mike. Mike outed himself. He was looking I inward. I was. <laughs> like I, I see the man in the mirror. What's funny is that community really like a lot of sitcoms that are really good has basically leaked into other shows. I don't know if any of you watch The Order which is a new Netflix mm. supernatural show no. um, has two seasons going on, but they just had a storyline where a teacher received, and he was the bad guy in this episode received an award and they pan back to his desk and he received the award in 2009 as best teacher for Greendale community college. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. it, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So it, it really does. Uh, you have directors who are really kind of pulling from their catalog as you would to put it into other shows to kind of bring awareness to it, which is pretty good. Yeah. I would say second season is probably the best the show ever accomplished. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. And ending as it did fitfully with a fistful of paintballs and a few paintballs more, although the first half of that, which is a Western parody, I think is better than the second half, which is just another action movie parody. It was a Star Wars. And they even make reference to that too. And Abed's like, Oh, we're doing Star Wars now. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's not so. a very good Star Wars parody because they didn't have the budget for like a space sequence or anything. It was no. just, it was just them wandering around the building with kind of Star Wars costumes a little. And it has a redeeming moment for Pierce too, which is f- few and far between. And probably my favorite line of his in the movie when he's standing there in the stormtrooper outfit thing and it's like, wait, who are you? And he's like, your mother's lover. And then he just shoots him. <laughs> I want to do that in real life someday. Like maybe not shoot <laughs> yes. someone, but. Uh, with a nerf gun i don't know what the yeah who are you your mother's lover Pop. but yeah like i like third season i think there are parts of third season that are really good but it's definitely like the emphasis on third season is making ben chang into the bad guy mm-hmm. uh the villain and the whole storyline of that one like not that the first couple seasons really needed storylines but this one apparently has a storyline of like the battle between Greendale and their air conditioning annex, which is where they make all their actual money. Hmm. Which a... John Goodman is, if it was anyone but John Goodman, I think I would have hated that storyline. I would have hated it completely. He sells what he gets, but it's yeah. not a very good storyline. No, not at all. Because after he's gone, it just is like, this is stupid now. And then yeah. it ended. So yeah, it ended with him, ended. thankfully. Yeah, and I'm looking over the list of what they have as far as, like, you know, interesting episodes or parody episodes or anything, and none of them are really standing out as all that interesting at all. No. no. Honestly, after 
fourth season, I kind of forget <laughs> what happens. And then uh, after uh, Childish Gambino leaves, I kind of forget even more. Well, you're getting ahead but, of us still. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah same. Like once yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's because fourth season didn't have the original creator Dan Harmon involved, and mm-hmm. well, for, for those thirteen episodes, it just feels really forced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I covered this on the review I wrote for this. You have like the intro to felt surrogacy, which is the puppet episode. But there's no real point to the puppet episode, and nothing is really established. It's like, let's do an episode with puppets, and they kind of forget to, like, introduce anything about it, you know? Uh, so, if, so if you get another uh, weird sexual fetish from the Dean out oh. of it. <laughs> How many of those do we actually need at this point? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it's like a there's never joke, enough. though, yeah. It's like, what's oh. new? When they started bringing in straight characters instead of comedic characters, I think that's when they started to realize that this isn't as funny as it is with yeah. funny yeah. characters. Um, I, I love Paget Brewster. She's in um, Criminal Minds as mm-hmm. another character. And she came in for the last 14 episodes. She was in, actually, she came in for the last 13 episodes. She was in an earlier episode as the IT person. She was. Yep. was I noticed yeah. that too when I was going through. Yeah, so uh, I don't think she played it bad, but you can't really bring in a straight character after you've had comedy this entire time and hope that it's going to catch. Well, yeah, because so, fifth season is uh, like Dan Harmon comes back and the show kind of has its vibe again. Uh, that's when you get like the geothermal escapism is the floor is lava episode that's kind of like paintball, but not. Um, right. And it's also the yeah. episode where Childish Gambino leaves. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have uh, G.I. Jeff, which is the G.I. Joe episode. That's pretty good. Uh, Advanced, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, a sequel to the episode they removed from Netflix and Hulu just recently, which is, it's an okay episode. I don't think it's as strong as the original Dungeons and Dragons episode, but going back and watching a second time, I didn't hate it. None of no, these epi- Yeah, none of these episodes stand out as well as some of the second season episodes they're kind of like playing off of but they're pretty solid. But at sixth season, the show kind of runs out of steam again, where you're sit- they're sitting there going, we don't really know what to do with this. We don't we don't really have an idea of what's going on. Oh, the other episode from season five that I like, App Development and Condiments. That's oh, the, yeah. the Meow Meow Beans that becomes a parody of yeah. Zardoz. Like, yeah. who parodies Zardoz? That's a <laughs> terrible Sean Connery movie. <laughs> But yeah, yeah no. but it, it may have been Zardoz, but it's it's more recent to a Black Mirror episode too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. References yeah. to everything. But yeah. uh, sixth season is definitely like one of the weak. It's almost as weak as season four. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just there's not a lot going on in it. It kind of feels like again the show ran out of steam and doesn't quite know what to do. Uh, and there's no like serious like storylines or major things going on to be like to carry you through the season it just kind of exists and then ends yeah, yeah. well i think like it, it should have ended much sooner when childish left and when chevy chase left like those are as much as i don't like pierce and as much as chevy chase kind of personally irks me for some reason like he, he had a vital role in the group dynamic he did and yeah, it was not filled. And Childish Gambino, uh, 
being able to do a joke and then cut to Donald Glover for a reaction shot is yeah. half the humor of the show because he did it so well. Yeah, just like the little things. Like one of my favorite scenes that he did was when him and with the uh, the multiple timelines episode with the die. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where he's where she's smoking weed in the bathroom and he goes, "Come on, Britt, I'm a man." And he takes out a cigarette thing and. <laughs> And it's just like a candy cigarette. Just like yeah, just opens the just tin, how subtle that was. Beats yeah. them a couple and then eats a candy cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Just just the just how like smooth it was and like <laughs> there was no attention to it. Just phenomenal actor, but but you lose that. Yeah. And then I mean he's pretty much like the heart and soul of the group. And then he you was. lose Pierce, who's essentially the the villain. The villain and, without being too villainous. Just the guy that you can use to add a little um, contrast and a little, like, coarseness to the group to show it's not all yeah. happiness and roses. Yeah, and then yeah. you have... And then in the last season, you lose Shirley, who... Who, who, you know, had, who had her own coarseness to her that was different from Pierce, so she could add yeah. a little static if need be. Yeah, and yeah. so you lost, like... I understand her exit, either. Like, it she, was... It was a weak exit, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, in reality, she had to leave so she could go to Atlanta to take care of her ailing father in real life. Um, yeah. But they didn't write it out well. No. Because right. what did they do? Was she she moved to like Louisiana or something? And something like I don't know. Yeah, it was just like a it was just a side mention. It was like, oh, she'll never come back. Yep, basically, they brought her back for like one cameo later <laughs> in the season, and that was about it. Yeah. But so I mean, you essentially because there's seven people and you lose half of the originals, yeah. and you don't replace them with the same archetypes because you had like uh, Keith David in there, and he's not a comedic actor. He was like, whatever. He was very weird. And then I like Patrick Brewster, but her character was basically an adult a- Annie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but there is a lot of. Um, Many series shorts that Abad, um, Danny Pudi did um, as Abad, Nadir. Abad. There, yes, Abad. Um, there's at least five different little shorts that he did. Okay. So, FYI. I, know that. I haven't watched yeah. it. I, I, I go to the list of episodes on Wikipedia and I see there's a, a bunch of mini episodes, but a lot of them are like commercials for the show, too, where they're like, advertising one of the sponsors at the same time. Oh, the show did very well about working with their sponsors. The the deals, oh, yeah. apparently, a lot of sponsors cut was basically, use this thing and then just do whatever you want. So they did really bizarro episodes where, like, Subway takes over the school <laughs> and they're, and they're yeah. battling the sandwich shop. It's very strange. Is it the Honda episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being a huh. lifestyle brand a consultant. Oh, it's so <laughs> weird. Uh, so, no, I mean, so even weird. even its lesser seasons are still better than some other shows that are out there that are still running. Like Big Bang Theory lost me after two seasons because it stopped being like jokes with the geeks and started being jokes about the after. geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Agreed. community, even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. I mean, it's that's, like that's, pizza. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not going to say no if someone's like, "Hey, do you want to watch this episode of Community?" There's not going to be one where I'm just like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay, maybe so, we'll get a movie. So favorite community character, and I already know the answer from you, Josh. But go ahead anyway. Who do you think it is? I'm I'm just curious. Donald Glover's. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but honestly, uh, 
season one, uh, Senior Chang is my favorite. When he's when he's actually smart and kind of an asshole. Yeah, just like th- some of the weird shit he does. Like I think it's in episode two or three, where he's just talking weird and he's like, uh, he just kind of snaps. He's like, "You'll get bit, you'll get bit," and then he just goes and he's just like, "Huh, please read every or like chapter three. and he just does like this weird passing like hand rub on some random student's cheek, just <laughs> weird shit like that. I don't know. It just it tickles my fancy. Yes. So. Um, I already said who my favorite characters were. It's Abed and Troy, but together. Troy and Abed. Together, yeah. In the morning. In the morning. (laughs) Exactly. Or Troy and Abed in the morning. Nice. And Annie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that one with her trying to shove herself in was funny. There were so many good running gags on the show. The Troy and Abed in the morning is one of the more famous ones. Hell, they sold mugs for that one. (laughs) Becky. Um... Yeah, I'm pretty much with like B and Josh. It's uh, like I I love Troy and Abed. I love Troy and I love Abed. Like <laughs> that that whole thing together, separate. I dig it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Annie because I actually liked her character. I thought they did some interesting things with her sometimes, and she at she had added her own dynamic to it. But I mean, also Troy and Abed together were phenomenal, mm. and that was something the show missed as soon as Donald Glover left. They didn't really know what to do with Abed either at that point. Yeah, yeah, he should have left on the boat with him as much as I well, love Abed. And that's something I want to mention, but we got like pulled away from it. Uh. If fourth seasons had still had Dan Harmon, I kind of feel like he would have taken the show in a different direction after fourth season. Like, find a way to redirect it outside the college and do new things. Like, I feel him having to take it back to the college to, like, reorient everyone and figure out how to repair what fourth season did. Uh, And then he was stuck at the college after that because of just, you know, writers just being written into a corner. Like, Mm -hmm. the last two seasons just didn't go the direction I think he wanted them to initially. No. Do you know what I would have loved to see, personally? Yeah. Pierce die, obviously, because... Yes. Um, <laughs> but, but I would have loved to have, like, a weird subplot where Pierce gave LeVar Burton all of his money, but on the condition that LeVar Burton had to enroll in community college, and oh, he be, and, LeVar, and LeVar Burton <laughs> becomes part of the group. I would have watched like, that. Oh, yeah, God, like, yes. and, and an episode where wait didn't they have an episode where Lavar Burton was reading to someone? Yeah, y- yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. But it would have been better in a community series uh, setting. Uh, yeah, like, so good. Yeah, I think that goes in with like I would say my favorite, one of my most favorite moments slash quotes is when you know Troy is just like rocking back oh. and forth <laughs> singing. You know, the Reading Rainbow uh, uh, song to himself, crying. And he's like, set phasers to love me. That's no joke. That's, that's my favorite Childish Gambino scene. That whole thing. Like yeah. where, they're eat, where they're eating salmon with one another. And he's yes. just. Yeah. And, and gosh, like, and now that we've actually met LeVar Burton, or at least yeah. Mike and I have, like, I feel that. Me <laughs> like, too. No, when we met uh, when we met Lavar Burton at the I think it was Indie PopCon. Yeah, that yeah. Was we met him. Like Josette was super excited, and we get up there, and she just starts ugly crying in front of him. She's like, <laughs> "I love you so much." Wow, you guys! Wow, <laughs> you guys are you guys are at least a generation behind me. So yeah, 
Reading yeah, Rainbow, yeah. man. Reading Rainbow. But, reading uh, Rainbow. It was one of those things where it's like, okay, you meet you meet famous people, and it's always a crapshoot because obviously yeah. they're people. But it's like with Gary him, Busey. <laughs> yeah, well, with him, it's like he was so genuine. Like when he looked mm-hmm. at you, you were the only person there with him. Like, yeah, that's how he made you feel. It was otherworldly. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It was. So he was very down to earth. was going through right then. Yeah. Yeah. I was, Josette literally did the same thing. <laughs> and and after that, I said, uh, "I was like, you can't disappoint a picture." <laughs> which is a line from the movie. Oh, damn. We thought it was funny. It was it was a gamble, and it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway. So we talked this out then. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, six seasons. Are we are we still hoping for a movie? As long as they get Childish Gambino back, I think it'll be fine. Well, he did yeah. that live episode with them more recently. The uh, yeah. the live table read. Yeah, he did. Which was really funny. They, he still has it. Like, like they, 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 they the the webisode would still cut to him for those reaction thoughts, and he'd still be able to nail them. So, <laughs> yeah, as long mm-hmm. as he's on board, I think the movie would work. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. And then we can get some more Troy and Aubin in the morning, and that's all we need. That's really all anyone needs. Yeah. Honestly, like with this whole like pandemic stuff, they they should bring that back. Just Just have, you know, them in a zoomie and like Troy and Aubin in the morning and just have (laughs) little short, here's your little morning Troy and Aubin thing for five minutes. Oh, they should. They should. I would I would love that. John Krasinski did that with the office, and Mm -hmm. look at him, he got paid. Yeah, no, that is solid. They should totally do that. Yeah. Also, before we cut, I yeah. just need to ask, just because I'm curious. We we talked about our favorite character, but I want to know what people's favorite side characters are, because there's like there's a plethora of people to choose from. Uh, hello. I'm sure for everyone, it's magnitude. Pop, 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 pop. pop. That was mine. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm not a fan of uh, magnitude at what? all. I find it annoying. Um. <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, I like I like the dean. Dean's I would funny. say he's a, he's a, a main character. Dean. Yeah, he's a main character. He, he becomes a main character by sixth he season. A main character. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also like Fat Neil, who becomes mm, uh, larger than life Neil or something like that later. Just yeah. Neil eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what about like calling the other one Black Neil or something? I don't see the world <laughs> through that kind of lens. <laughs> 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 He's bold. <laughs> and there's yeah. Garrett. He's kind of funny Garrett's sometimes. Oh, yeah. Garrett annoys me. Yeah, I've known people like him, and it annoys me. <laughs> yeah, no. Totally. And I'm pretty sure they ended up marrying their cousin too. <laughs> Ooh, I've noticed yeah, Starburns like hasn't come up. Starburns oh, Starburns. Oh, no. Yeah, he he's me too. I like yeah. Leonard. I like Leonard. Oh, <laughs> uh, He died. Did he really? Oh, yeah, no. recently, didn't he? Very was, recently, like, in the last few months. That's yeah. sad. That, that does the, suck. The movie won't be the same without him. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Um, but, for me, I... Well, well, like, in, in honor oh. of Leonard. Nice. <laughs> 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 You're going to say? Um, for me, I... Even though, you know, obviously when, when Troy left the show, for yeah. me, I lost almost all interest for it. Um, but the the guy that they brought on, Professor and I know Hickey. you, 
Jonathan Banks? The sarcastic the guy who, criminology. The guy who was in um, uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Uh, Professor Hickey. Yeah. yeah. Professor Hickey. That's right. Oh, you know, I, I don't know people's real names usually. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, it was... I, I dug him for whatever he, it was. Yeah. Usually old old guys just know. I just can't with them. But for him, <laughs> I, it's just like he was he's so gritty and so like doesn't doesn't take no shits, doesn't give no shits kind of thing. Yet you know in there there's a good heart. Like yeah. I don't know. Well, was, I like his character too. I couldn't remember his name. That's why I never brought him up. That was part of <laughs> yeah. why fifth season worked as well as it did. Was because even though they lost Pierce, they still had an old man to be bitter and grumpy. Uh, yes. And sixth season, they lost him again and tried to replace him with uh, Keith David. And Keith David didn't have that same kind of like grit to add to the group to keep the dynamic going. No, he was wacky in his own way. Yeah. Jonathan Banks has been acting since 1974. Does not oh, surprise damn. me. Mm. Man. Did, did you, Mike, did you name your favorite side character? <laughs> Magnitude. Magnitude. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot. That's Pop. why Mike and I are BFS because we both like Magnitude. That's the Magnitude prerequisite. Great. Pop, pop. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and also, uh, Leonard and uh, Magnitude's political debate. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, anyway Uh, well i think we've ended this this particular discussion (laughs) right where we needed to right where we needed to so (laughs) this has been not so live from asteroid g i'm mike finkelstein i'm josh pop pop schaefer (laughs) i'm queen b and i'm rebecca finkelstein and we will see you next time